A nigga got a woosah. Coming at me, never work no matter who try. I got them all in check without the woo-ha. Flip modes on you quick, got a few sides. Coming from the sex side. When niggas go and shower, pussy just to get by. Stay true, never switch sides. Yeah, the game to me. Yo, this is Stacey and Dan. You're listening to The Dull Roar. And you're now listening to The Dull Roar. We're back. Back again. We are The Dull Roar podcast radio station. I'm your co-host, Stacy, And on the other end in New York, we got Dan. Yeah. Dan the man. Yes, sir. Pfizer Poppy. Actually, it's Fizzy Gillespie. We're going with Fizzy, Fizzy Gillespie. Gillespie. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we decided on. Yeah. <laughs> the real pandemic P. <laughs> you could call me that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, uh, shout out to all of our listeners, our followers, our supporters. Thank you guys for tuning in to everything that we've been doing and are going to continue to be doing for real. Uh, I know it's been a while since we've gotten on uh the mic and and recorded an episode between the two of us but hey we're back um i think we're both now in a really really good space and we just want to give you guys really good content for real and i'm Hell excited yeah. for you know what's to come i ain't gonna cap i didn't feel like doing this shit nigga was going through mental health struggles leave me alone but yeah. we're back now yeah we back sometimes you just need that you know you need, the, need, a break. need those moments yeah. you know what i'm saying gotta, gotta get those moments in sometimes facts big facts big facts um and i hope everyone else mental health out there is going well like i know we were having some big candy conversations off off air but uh this this is rough this has been rough for a lot of people over the past year hell yeah um and i know things are starting to get back to normal and for some people it might seem like it's going back to normal too quickly that's a mm-hmm. maybe a debate and a topic for a whole nother time uh but it's not as though all the traumatic stuff that's happened over the last year just vanished within you know it's been maybe a two or three weeks where outside has been outside or re out reopened yeah so I felt like there was almost no middle ground or like easing into reopening. There was no like transition. Literally one day it was like, okay, niggas is double masked up every time we go outside. To like the next day, I'm swag surfing with 30 niggas in a bar in Brooklyn. <laughs> there was no in between. <laughs> yeah. But at oh. the same time, like I was happily doing it too. Like I was just like excited to be outside again. Like I yeah. missed it. Yeah. And it did wonders for my mental health. I'm not even mm-hmm. gonna lie. And yeah, and I, I think, listen, I not even going to spark a debate of Bell again, whether or not this is going too quickly or like if this was the right call or if the CDC was just like, yo, F it. Um, Cause all that stuff could be true or maybe not. Maybe everything's like really cool. Um, but again, there was no middle ground. There was no like transition into this. It was just like, all right, y'all inside. Now y'all outside. Yeah. Um, but again, it's been rough for a lot of different things. So, I mean, businesses are opening up. People are able to go back to work. Um, things are happening. You know, people are now able to interact with more people more freely and more safely. So, yeah, I mean, might be some worries, but also I think some good positives. Uh, minus the cicadas, like them niggas had to come out like now. They were like, ah, y'all want a summer? So do we. <laughs> we out here with y'all. Let me they like to that. swag surf too. 
<laughs> invite me to the cookout yeah um luckily i don't live like i don't like my apartment isn't by a tree like isn't actually like next to a tree or anything like that so like when i step outside no big deal and i work in the city so there's not a lot yeah. of trees around so i don't have to deal with the cicadas very often versus some other people um i feel like it's probably the same thing in new york same like, I'm, I'm in the middle of queens we'll have no yeah, nature no trees no trees like, at all <laughs> not Air is trash, but hey, ain't, ain't no cicadas, so I'll oh, take yeah. it. Yeah, um, but yeah, some other places are getting ripped for real. But I know, you know, enjoy those little things. Enjoy those little things, man. But there's been a lot of things that have happened between I don't know the last time we recorded and now. No way we're gonna get into everything. So I just want to like rift. I just want to like feel how you've been like taking everything that's been happening in the last couple of months, mm-hmm. what's been going on, your reactions, what are you anticipating now that outside is reopened? Yeah. Like, just what are your, what are your thoughts, man? What's, what's going on? From just from going out to a bar, like last weekend for the first time in pff, over a year, just in terms of like, like I've been to bars, like <laughs> had a drink, sat down and shit, but like kept my mask on, like in between mm-hmm. sips and shit. Last weekend was my full, like first full, like outside, outside experience mm-hmm. in over a year. Just from seeing that and like watching a DJ set, it just made me even more hyped for live performances to come mm-hmm. back. Cause that was just like a little taste. Like we need the full, like, yeah, I need like a full concert experience now. That's what I want. Absolutely. Um, that's my biggest thing that I'm looking forward to the most. Um, so yeah. Um, Live shows, concerts, festivals, man. Hell yeah. Man, what? Like, I want those experiences. And I'm actually looking forward to because I really think we're going to be able to position ourselves to not just go to these as, like, patrons and, and consumers and, you know, fans, but, like, as part as maybe even the bill of the festival, like, having you know, a little pop-up or some station at one of these festivals or events or co-hosting events. Like for me, like that's how I'm that's how I'm thinking. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of things. And I think the silver lining with the pandemic has been there's been a lot of creativity that has come from it. And people have had to be very creative and improvise to get by and create some really dope things. True. <clears throat> Build brands like I've had a lot of friends like build businesses like within the pandemic and now it's like yo people are outside like the business have grown like we started this in the pandemic you know oh, what yeah. i'm saying and like we've been able to go 36 episodes strong uh plus you know some mixes that we had dropped recently yeah. too uh as well so it's been like man like we've done some really good stuff um during that hard time as well uh, but now with outside being open hey there's now more opportunities you know, for things to really happen in good, positive and creative ways. So I'm excited for that aspect for ourselves, uh, for artists and any creative out there and, you know, just the world in general, for real. Um, I'm interested in seeing <clears throat> what music is actually going to be like, because my opinion, not to say that there hasn't been good music that's come out in the last year, not saying that at all. But, and again, it could just be because of we haven't been able to have the same, music hasn't had been able to have the same impact because we've all been inside. Maybe that's right. what it is, but there hasn't been anything been like, wow, this 
piece of uh, art music wise came out and it's wowed me and I can put it up against, you know, the greatest of greats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. There's not like one thing that like stuck out to me. I'm like, yo, this not just my favorite album of the year, but this is now like, you know, my, one of my favorite albums ever. Um, I mean, it hasn't been a classic. Has it? Uh, yeah. Well, pandemic. Right. I mean, my favorite albums and we've had conversations about this Wizkid um, and Blast, like those like were probably the highlights for me. Like, I think Wizkid had the best album of 2020. And we weren't able to experience no it. argument here. Yeah. Like weren't able to experience it. Like Blast yeah. was probably the biggest standout artist for me that had yeah. came out and, you know, just more, you know, more big ups and, you know, flowers to him. Cause I know he's just going to, you know, keep rocking and he's putting LA really well. LA's always been on the map, but like, he's really kind of that new wave in LA. Yeah. That's pretty dope um, over there. So shout out to my people over on the West coast. Oh yeah. But yeah, like I'm just interested in seeing like where music is going to go from here. Um, like we had, we did get a big drop. J. Cole did drop. Like if he's one of the big three, um, nice. that big three, I think is now debatable. Just my opinion. But let me finish this thought. <laughs> <laughs> like J. Cole put out a very, very good album. Very good album. He did, what he, he did what he had to do. Yeah. Now, I get it, like, in today's, like, current and, like, popular, like, music, it might not garner the same success as someone who's more appeasing to more types of audiences and demographics. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, right? I know what you mean. Like, his songs aren't going to really pop off on TikTok. Like, I no. didn't realize how much until I got on TikTok, how like TikTok is now maybe the largest social media platform and ways for people to influence themselves on. Like, Especially if you're like under 21, under right. 18. Well, That's what you're on. Yeah, that. And then even people from there to our age and older, like people are mad creative. I will give them that. Like TikTok might be the most creative app I've ever seen and been on. I think where I'm at now, uh, my first hesitation on TikTok was, yo, this is too overwhelming. Like, this is too much, like, information processing. There's too, there's, like, way too much, like, you you can scroll on Twitter, but I feel like you hit, you hit, like, a wall when you continue to scroll. Like, you're not going to scroll for, like, you'll get to a point where, like, all right, I'm done scrolling. Yeah. Like, you get to that point. Same thing with Instagram, right? I don't, and I could be wrong. I don't go on the like explore page that much on Instagram. So I don't like, I don't find myself ever just getting lost and saying, oh, TikTok, my guy. It's like, oh, like you swipe, everything's different and everything's like engaging and everything is just so like animated. And I'm like, dang, that's creative. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the exact reason I didn't download TikTok and haven't downloaded it. I just feel like it's too much. And it would just force me to spend too much time on there. Yeah, it is. And I already have, I already have Twitter, IG, Mm -hmm. like, I don't need another, like, Mm -hmm. time sucking app that I'm just going to spend all day on. Facts. Uh, And plus, like, all this, like, funny, super creative ones make it to Instagram anyway. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I kind of have TikTok without being on TikTok. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Same thing that I thought, I'm like, yo, I get this shit on Twitter. 
get it on Instagram, like the best ones. It's like the highlight reel. Like you don't actually yeah. have to watch the full game sometimes. It's just like, exactly. all right, let me catch the highlights. So I agree. But it has been like funny just to see like, okay, this is what the kids are into nowadays. Like I'm starting to feel like more in tune with like the generation of students that I teach. <laughs> um, so I think that like that's a plus. But back to the point of, oh yeah, like the TikTok is just heavily influenced and it's like that main like, it's that mainstreaming platform where like things really pop off. Yeah. I feel like if it, if it's not TikTok worthy, just like when we used to say like, Oh, if it's not like a vine, like type of song, RIP vine. Right. Um, if it's not, if it's not like vine worthy, like if it doesn't capture you within like those six to maybe 15 seconds now, mm-hmm. it's a bust where it's just like, damn, like, no, that's not how music should be. Like at all. all, like not at all. You shouldn't have that. Like, all right, you have that one. I'd argue that negatively impacted music. I agree. I feel like it has negatively in, in, impacted how people digest music and how. Because people are now shooting for like TikTok hits as opposed to making full songs. Right. That's the downside of it. But because that's like the standard now, it'll be interested in seeing. It's interesting. I will be interested in seeing. Okay, how does music progress from here? Like, is that going to be the trend for a while, or you're still going to have your real ones drop real music where like real music listeners and lovers will appreciate that art form? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I like, I want J. Cole to get his flowers with that album. Like, I want him to get his flowers. I want anyone putting out good music, good quality music to get their flowers um for sure but you know that sometimes that doesn't always happen but i'm also not gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie like i'm also a very selfish like fan and music listener like i like to be like all right y'all just not hip like if you know you know live for that shit (laughs) call me a music snob hipster i don't care like that's the best shit that is no you're not up on this shit nigga let me put you on big facts did you peep uh complex's list of like the best albums of 2021 so far uh i i saw the article but i did not click on it were there anything was there anything that that surprised you from it hell yeah number one did you take a guess what number one was of 2021 Mm, it wasn't j cole it was j cole it was really and i was like y'all fucking bugging this shit was okay like I was, ex- it was much better than I was expecting. But the best album of the year so far, that J seems Cole like a- hater. <laughs> it seems like a bit of a reach. Okay, what would you? It was okay. solid. What would you consider that's like an easy like? Oh yeah, this goes ahead of J. Well, Cole. that's the thing. My picks wouldn't be like mainstream, like super well known artists. Okay, no, but fair, like, but I'm like, very much into like indie R and B, like right. low key shit. Mm-hmm. As we play on the podcast all the time, right, right, right. My favorite album so far this year is Joyce Rice Overgrown. I think that's the best R and B album to come out so far this year. I uh, think she fucking bodied that shit. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think it's definitely a very, 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 very good project. Um, like I'm, I've gone back to it several times now. Hmm. okay so i thought in the same kind of vein of just like not underground r&b but shit that's not mainstream mac ayers magic eight ball project mm-hmm. love that shit i was just watching him perform on yep. twitch same same like he did a concert at brooklyn steel it was fire that project i loved uh yeek his valencia album i've gone back to mad times 
Mm-hmm. Those are my those are my top three this year. And I wasn't expecting to see any of those on the list. They weren't, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but shit like that, that's what I've been listening to. Okay. I have not been listening to a lot of wow, I haven't been really listening to like a lot of things that are like current. Like usually I'll buy, okay, artists that kind of started popping in like 2018, 2019. Those are the ones that I'm like going back and listening to that I didn't maybe catch um two or three years ago. Like I've been listening to a lot of I've been listening to a lot of Larry June. Like a lot of Larry Suck June. Suck it to me. <laughs> he has the funniest ad loops. Yeah. Shout out to Murray. Like he just dropped a project and I forgot I, to I, mention I his that. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One of my favorite rap albums this year. Yeah, yeah no. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, and then digging on SoundCloud and I've been, you know, doing the little music producing thing and yeah, yeah just kind of been trying to just learn the process, get technical with it. Um, so there hasn't been a project where, again, there hasn't been a project yet that's been for me. Yeah. All right. This is it. This is like forgot to mention this is going down as like the one of the greatest of like maybe the, this next decade you know what i'm saying no of course not i haven't had a project or especially a rap project that i've loved loved and was like oh this is an instant classic mm-hmm. probably since alfredo maybe okay yeah in that same vein i would in terms of rap projects my favorite so far this year has been uh plugs i met too that benny the butcher mm-hmm. I fucking love that album. Yeah. That shit was fire. Grease. Yep. Absolutely. As you're talking your shit, like you want to play one of these, one of these songs that should have made it on that complex list. Okay. Hell yeah. I feel like I've played shit from this album before, so I'm not going to play it, but everyone should go check out overgrown mm-hmm. Joyce Rice. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're into like that, like older two thousands R and B vibe, like just like sultry like good vocals like warm production that type of shit i'm not going to compare it to like ashanti but that type of realm you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that early 2000s feel like this is that out but i think i'm going to play this uh sam gelletry we were talking about this off off mic he just dropped an ep called four that i'm really fucking with and i think i'm gonna play assumptions off of that.
Yes, Lord. Ooh. Hey, man. Yeah, that was hey, Sam hey. Gellatry. Assumptions Jeez. off the 40. Oh, man, man. <laughs> Y'all should see how we were just dancing on camera, bro. Oh, my God. That's we did about five, five, six TikTok da dances together. Oh we had a moment. God. Had a whole moment. I'm going God, to a rooftop five. thing. That is the first shit I'm playing on the Oxford. Yeah, no, that's... Listen, 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 man. That That is a feel-good... That's one of those things where I'm like, yo, if I'm in a down mood, I play that, I'm good. Like when I, I say, like, was outside helped my mental health, like, that song, this project specifically helped my mental health. That's good. Week. Oh, wow. That's, like, man, I need solid. that shit. Solid. Randomly yeah. saw it. On, we were talking about, like, a few episodes back, you were like, yo, like, where do you get your music from? And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, just some people on IG. I noticed, like, I didn't actually, like, name names. Mm -hmm. I'm going I'm to name names. So there's this uh, producer slash DJ I follow named Brick. Mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar with Super Duper Cobb, then you know who Brick is. That was, like, his first, like, tour DJ, like, producer. Um, he, I, I don't think he's, like, working with Kyle in that capacity anymore. He's not his DJ, but they're still mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. But he was, he was DJing some event somewhere, and he went on live, and he played this song. And I was just like, yo, and immediately ran to download the shit. Mm -hmm. And he's just one of those people I trust that's like in the industry. He's a creative. Mm -hmm. He makes music. He writes songs. I think he's like co-written with Kehlani before. Wow. And like produced shit. He produced uh, Durag Activity, mm -hmm. Baby Keem and Travis yeah, yeah. Scott. Mm -hmm. So he's just one of those people where it's like, oh, I trust his ear. So if he's going to play some shit, I, nine times out of ten, no, it's going to be fire. So like, yeah. And he's one of those people where it's like if he shares a song on his story, I always like check it out. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it's good, and I keep the shit on my phone. So that's where I got that song from. Gotcha. Shout out, Super Duper Brick. Wow. Okay. Okay. If you were to ask me to describe the vibe of that song, I would just say Molly music. That shit makes me feel like that one time I tried Molly. Just that <laughs> you you just feel high, like it's like a Coachella Woodstock. Like, Hell yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. Boring. Festival Molly music. Yeah. Yeah. There's mad, there's yeah. mad like white people around, like white dudes wearing floral shorts, yeah, yeah, yeah. floral floor shirts yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. Very psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. Like very sure. trancy, like vibey. Yeah. No, that was fire. That was fire though. That's a really good feel good. Like, I feel like my serotonin just goes all the way up. All like the way. The dopamine up. just like, just skyrockets yeah. to the moon. Needed that. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Yo, niggas have been on fucking Robin Hood and who the fuck else knows. Hell yeah. Oh my god. That's what I did over the quarantine. Yeah. I got into fucking cryptocurrency finally. <laughs> I stopped telling my friends who was like trying to put me off four years ago. I stopped telling them to shut the fuck up. Because anytime they would bring that up, like before this year, I'd be like, yo, shut those the are fuck the worst. Up. Those are the worst. I don't people. care about it. Yeah, I got them Bitcoin. And the, I got Bitcoin back in like 2016, bro. Th them and the Forex had asses. I was I was telling them all to go to hell for like the last three, four years. And then I was like, you know what? I can't go outside. Let me see what the fuck y'all talking about. <laughs> got into Litecoin and shit. Litecoin, nigga. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna hold you though. I made I made a couple. I made, I, I made some I good made, profits, I made man. Some, I made a couple, I made some good couple dollars. I, I made I made I made a few coins. I made a few coins. So yeah, it's been um playoff basketball and shit. Playoffs. We'll talk about that. Playoffs. And, uh, your uh, your Knicks your Knicks got out of here. No, we can't talk about that. I'm not trying to talk. About ice that. tray. Ice. Wait, there's a video. <laughs> I need to fucking show you. There is a fucking on? no, no, not that one. Oh, first of all, that's a whole nother. Yeah, <laughs> but first, fuck y'all. I, I don't know. Was it a fucking Facebook group or whatever? Because the the fact that all that should happen within like five games back to back to back. Oh, the alt right basketball fan. Alt right Facebook basketball yeah, fan. <laughs> the MAGA basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo. Oh, I, I, you know, I have a theory. 
I don't think because you look at the crowd, you look at most of these crowds, it's like 75, 80% white men, right? I don't think they missed basketball. I think they just missed yelling shit at like the black players. I can, yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> like, I think because, like, because they know they can throw shit, yell shit, spit on people with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Like, you saw when the dude tried to throw the popcorn on Russ, and Russ was like, nah, I saw where he's at. I'm about to go. I'm about yeah, to go get yeah. at him real quick. And security's like, no, hold up, Russ. Hold up. Bring back the malice at the palace. Ron, Ron had the right fucking idea. I think if any, like, if anyone tries a player, I think that player should be allowed to go up in the stands and handle business immediately. Like, immediately. <laughs> yo, like, Ron had the right idea. Yo, but You're not going to throw a beer at me and expect me not to swing on you, nigga. What the fuck yeah, you think this is? Because exactly. you wouldn't do that outside of the arena. Yeah. You're not going to run up and Ross and you're not going to run up on, on Russ on the street and throw shit at him. Don't be trash. The fact that people don't have a problem with like how they're acting in the stands, but like let Kyrie step on the fucking leprechaun. It's oh, oh. <laughs> that was another weird shit too. Yo, yo, you black Bostonians be kind of weird defending yourself. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you. I because like any place where like is notoriously racist and black people live there, we'll admit that yo, yeah, it's my hometown, but niggas be kind of racist out here. We yeah. just kind of tread lightly, I except think, for Boston. Yeah, black people in I, Boston will not allow you to call Boston racist without being like, well, actually, what about New York? What about Denver? Like, nigga, yeah, we're not yeah. talking about no Denver right now. We're talking about y'all. I think, <laughs> I think like, the biggest ones was, like, like, Big Baby and, like, KG's reaction. I think those two were big. But I think I'm just going to say I think because sometimes the Internet do be, like, trying to make everything problematic when, like, sometimes it's just like, wait, nah. Because, be, like, being an athlete, like, being a former athlete, it's like, okay, if you step on my – team logo like we're gonna have a problem with that for sure regardless right so i don't think it was like uh i don't think kg or even big baby were like you're disrespecting the leopard it's just one of those things where like the shit probably could have fucking been like a a lily fucking flower and niggas was just been funny like, that's a leprechaun you i know right I, I get it right, right. i get like no that, one messes with that lucky <laughs> <laughs> that's how you said <laughs> yeah it, it, it's funny because of what the logo actually is um but i don't think it was just like Oh yeah, Kyrie, you're wrong for calling niggas racist and just stepping on a leprechaun. I don't think it was that. I think it was with from at least for K like for KG, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Cart Garnett, he probably was just like, nah, nigga, like he probably just has team pride. Like, you know what I'm saying? And just True. like to the highest extreme. Like he's a fucking he he's a player with like mad heart. So I could was, see I could see that. Was big I feel like Big Baby was like if you step on the logo, you step it that on was, everyone that, that, was, that ever played yeah. for the team, which is like, no, he's no. not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a reach. Yeah, that's that. That's a reach. That's like he st- also he stepped on the logo because y'all fucking disrespected him. Like <laughs> he's allowed to do that. Yeah. It's just, if you don't like it, fucking beat him. It's a part, it's of, part sports. of sports. Part you of lost. Sports. Take the right. L. Right. That's the thing. So I, I like I didn't have a problem with what KG said. Like Big Baby was like pretty weird. And then like, yeah, just. People being mad about ah the uh, not our lucky like okay bro <laughs> like not like that fuck you're lucky not that deep um but yeah like there was that um listen the Knicks winning one game at Madison Square Garden like huge that was the big. season was a success by the way um I see people switching up talking about no nah, man this season was whack like nah this was a success um, no because no one saw us making the playoffs number one yeah number two the fact that they got a home playoff win at the mm-hmm. Garden. Niggas didn't think we would see that for like another decade, maybe. Yeah, to big be facts. Um, like that was huge, and it's yeah. a season, a good season to build off of. Yeah, like now we know like what improvements we need to make going True. forward. 
Big facts. But then also, like, Trey Young put y'all on ice, which leads me to this video right here, which is funny <laughs> as talk? fuck. <laughs> Shout out side talk. Yo, Lo, listen to this shit. Suck my dick, Trey Young. Suck my dick. Fuck Trey Young. Yo, Trey Young looks like my dad's dick. I didn't know my dad's dick. He still hey, looks yo. like shit. I better not catch Trey Dykeman. I better not catch Trey Dykeman. Now, yo, give me a shot at him. No hookah for you, Trey Young. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. It's Trey Young, darling. No. Fuck Trey Young. I'm gonna fuck you up! Could Trey Young come to your hood right now? Hell no, I'll shoot that nigga as bald as that! What would you say to Trey Young right now? Tell Trey Young, fuck Trey Young! Yeah, we outside! Yeah! Fuck Trey Young! Bow, 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 bow! If Trey Young was here right now, I'd pull out his fucking hair! Fuck Trey Young! Trey Young's bald! Trey Young's bald! Yeah! Wish the viewers could see this. The man conducting the interview was dressed in a Spider-Man costume, <laughs> sipping Hennessy straight from the bottle. Oh my! Just for context on what was happening, and that was right outside the garden. Oh, right my after the god. Oh my god! Best fan base in sports, man. The Knicks, are, oh, Knicks man. fan base are the best top fan tier. base in sports. Top tier, top tier. So if, if Brooklyn, love us. if Brooklyn wins, are you like, are you happy, or are you just like, hell no? I'm not going to the parade. I'm not. I'm not speaking on it. Like All fuck right. Brooklyn. I got that's you. a New all Jersey right. team. You've been in New Jersey for more yeah. than half my life. I get you. You don't I just all you. of a sudden move to Brooklyn like no. every other hipster and like just get accepted as a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Big facts. Uh, I'm still pulling for Lakers in seven. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we'll see. Go Brown. Tonight. Um, I, I hate when I hate when niggas are like, oh, legacy game. Like, no, like, come on. Like, don't do that shit. Like, Bron's always put are on. Are they still doing that? Like, LeBron still has to prove himself in year yeah. 18? Exactly. What? <laughs> Okay, bro. Um, you're nuts if, you, if you're talking about legacy game yeah, for LeBron. Absolutely, absolutely. But, um, yeah, shout out to NBA. Playoffs are going on, and, just, yeah, uh, it's looking good. It's been, it's been yeah, Shout out to my gambling series. habit. That also is a new <laughs> development, too. I've been on mad playoff games. <laughs> Making some side coins. Win some, lose some. Hey, that's whatever. Yeah, there it is. There it is. The one thing I got to say before we kind of start closing this out, man, with J. Cole dropping, I didn't bring this up early, but with J. Cole mm -hmm. dropping, right? When do you think CLB? We, we on CLB watch. Oh, we still CLB doing. watch <laughs> as, is a thing currently, sure. right? Yeah. So, like, we're there. Like, what's what are our predictions? I'm a, I feel like I said this last time. I'm going to hold firm and say, one, I, I don't think it's coming in the summer. If it happens in the summer, I feel like it would just be like a surprise drop. Mm -hmm. I think. I want to say fall. I want to say it's going to come like late September, early October. I think we're getting a fall, a fall joint this time. Fall joint. Again. I agree. I'm thinking September, October. He's given us fall classics before. I feel like that's, that's, that's his season. That's when he drops and like, you know, it's about to be lit. Yeah. And fall. I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with like, I've come to peace where I'm like, yo, we're not getting it. Like, <laughs> it's so funny when niggas retweet the like January 21 tweet that he did. <laughs> And it was like, yeah. it's June. <laughs> <laughs> You're five months late. What the hell? Oh my God. Yeah. I do think we'll get another single for the summer, though. No, I do too. I think we'll. Like, there's summer. no way Aubrey's going to pass up like mm -hmm. first summer where we back out and he's not going to drop no new fire. Like, nah, right. he's definitely Absolutely. going to drop something. Yeah. There's going to be something. Some something good. Yeah. Something good. Something good for sure. Um, so I'm excited. Like, again, we're outside. 
Uh, excited for all the fun things that we'll be able to do. Um, all the dope shit that was cooked up during quarantine that's now about to just kind of open up uh, for artists and creatives and just so many other things out there and for ourselves too. So thank you to all of our listeners. Like, thank you all for the support. Um, we are on a lot of platforms. Uh, we're on IG. Follow us at the Doll Roar. We're on Twitter underscore the Doll Roar. Follow us on Spotify and on Apple Music uh, to get our curated playlist. We just dropped Late Night uh, Volume Three. Like it's a fucking vibe. Danny curated that himself. Yes, sir. So go check that out and all of our other playlists on those platforms as well. Uh, we are also on TikTok now. Yes, yep. we are on TikTok. So if you want to do the ticking and talking, like go follow us at the Doll Roar. <laughs> Um, follow us on SoundCloud too at the Doll Roar. Um, a lot of our SoundCloud mixes are on there too. Uh, we have the last four we've actually dropped new mixes. Shout out the last four mixes that Stacy curated. All of them heat. Man, we All just heat. just good vibes, man. Just trying to dig into my craft. Um, really want to get ready to do a live set at some point between Ooh. like now. Between now, I have some goals, right? Between like personal like artist goals, I want to do like a live set either between the summer or at least the fall. And then, um, and then we'll kind of get ready to wrap up on this note. I want to drop an EP by the fall. That okay. was like my biggest, that's my like biggest goal. And I've been in music. I've been that's dabbling fun. in music production over. Um, I see you grinding. Really been into the sounds and I have actually dropped my first like single song, I don't know, single release. You to play that bit? Uh, I am gonna play that joint. So yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been diving in a little bit. Something slight. Um, it was dope when I made it, and like it's funny because after like a week or two, I'm like, ah, it ain't that, you know, whatever. But I was like, yo, I feel like this is, you know, listening quality to share that with other people. So I'm just like, hey, let me just put myself out there trial and error figure out how to do this thing and you know build upon there but it's been a very very fun process you know i love the music and this has just opened up my love even more because i just dive in and my ears open to so many different things and like just the creative process has just been really fun and enjoyable for me which is why i think i've been in a very good space all this quarantine because i had that to kind of like foster like my love for something um that i'm like creating and like putting positive energy into so yeah um i've done that i have some other stuff kind of like on the way and yeah hope you guys enjoy it uh the song is called rocket um did a little sample um from uh who is nate's who is nate's that's like a sample pack that i found randomly uh i love the guitars on it and i was like oh let me throw some drums on it and add some effects and yeah see how it goes this is on soundcloud this is on apple music this is on spotify um and title as well i believe uh as well so yeah this is called rocket this is my first song hope you all like it and enjoy it and yeah listen the doll roar we're back on gang it's been a great fucking time and we will see you guys next time hell yeah let's Peace. go this is rocket by uh produced by me so
and you're now listening to The Door Roar.